0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: And welcome, this is the world of boating, Greg, your first mate, that is me, along with, uh, well, Barry the bugger, well, Barry the boater, we got uh, Mike the mariner, Bill the producer, present. Bill the engineer, did he say gross? No, he said present. Oh, okay.
2: I said present. Alright,
1: fair enough.
3: Yeah, But he I, said I, it 12 dozen times, which is gross.
1: Well, it, as it can be, Yes. I actually, I don't know. We might actually even have Kevin Patrick. Patrick, can you hear me now? He can hear me, but I can't hear him. But uh, you can see him possibly at some point during the show. We're still working out the technical uh, difficulties. Uh, we've had to uh, adjust the schedule a little bit uh, this week for the World of Boating because of me. First time ever, we're going to have to talk about me.
3: That hm. does seem like a, a change of pace.
1: Yeah. Well, what are the odds, right? Well, uh, last week, if you were paying attention, you know we uh, did not do a show. And I put out a notice through uh, Facebook and our social media channels that we had to cancel the shows last Saturday due to illness. Uh, At the time, I did not know what that illness was. It was about me, as it often is. And it ends up uh, that I have coronavirus. And I wish I was joking. You would think mm-hmm. I, I've written this as like a gag for the world of boating today. But I actually, I really did pick right. up the coronavirus.
4: You mean COVID-19?
1: Yeah, or coronavirus. Why? Okay, am, I, am I not allowed to say that? I got it, no. damn it! I'll say what I want to say, Barry. COVID-19. <laughs> you well, it specific. didn't affect your yelling. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes. Well, if we
4: make him yell enough times, he'll lose his voice again.
1: Yes. Well, you know, I I am frustrated. I ain't gonna lie. I am not 100% today, but like I am any week. So, So, uh, yeah. so
3: just so we're clear, mm-hmm. you were tested for the specific virus COVID-19. Yeah. Which is the coronavirus. coronavirus. Yes,
1: I did. I tested yeah. positive for COVID-19, yeah. But,
3: but how long have you been feeling badly?
1: I started getting uh symptoms uh a week ago Tuesday. Uh, that night, I went to bed, and I started getting the chills and stuff, and I'm like, dang, yeah. it. And uh, I had a friend who had come by the house and hung out with me for a while, and he got <laughs> sick the next day. Uh, he was fine that day. He, he had no symptoms, no nothing. But, of uh. course, the next day, he he fell ill, and he called me on Monday and said, look, you know, I'm not feeling good. I don't know what to do. The following weekend is going to be uh, Father's Day. I, I want to go see my folks, and I was like, "Well, look, you go get tested for free. You might as well go, you know, go get tested. You know, it's obviously, you know, eating at you a little bit." Mm-hmm. So he, he did, and uh, on Tuesday he calls me after he got tested. He said it took four hours. Uh, to wait in line, one of those drive-up lines, uh, to get tested for COVID-19. I said, geez, when you got to the front, did you give him a stool sample, too? (laughs) Thanks for the wait, people. Yeah. But at that time, I I didn't feel bad at all. But if sure enough, you know, he he tells me this. He said it's going to take upwards of two weeks before he knows uh, his results. I'm like, well, that kind of blows and then later that day, after dinner, I start feeling ill. And the next day, I get whacked. And I'm like, gone it. Now, now, let me just say that when this happened, I had no idea. I did not think in my wildest dreams this was COVID-19. Uh, we thought it was just a 24-hour bug. It hit him for about a day. And he started feeling better by Monday. He was sick on Sunday, uh, felt pretty good on monday but he's like just to be safe that's why he brought up this uh, thing about getting tested mm. but when i got ill tuesday night i immediately knew from the symptoms that he had told me he had that i great he gave it to me i got it and uh you know hopefully it'll be 24 hours and I'll be done with it as well yeah. uh but after you know a day or so and knowing that it was going to take two weeks i was like well geez you know um maybe i ought to go ahead and get tested too just be safe i was feeling pretty crappy you know it was probably about a day and a half where i felt pretty bad as far as you know like headache aches uh feverish chills that kind of thing you know a typical you know kind of a nasty flu kind of thing but it didn't last that long about a day and a half for me and uh and i was coming out of it pretty quick but i was at that point on thursday where i was like well You know, what am I going to do? Do we do the show this week? Do I go ahead and cancel it for like the first time ever, by the way, uh, due to illness? I've never done that uh, for our radio shows. And and I I, I was like, you know what? I'm frustrated like everybody else. I need a break anyway. So I just said, screw it. We're going to postpone the shows for a week and uh i'll take a break i'll go get tested i the first t- oh. the earliest i could get tested was on saturday during the show last week so that's oh. when i got t- and actually i felt okay on saturday and then on uh sunday i kind of uh a, a head cold kind of developed you know like a new wave of it came through and i start i've been kind of feeling that way since so I, I you know i don't have a temperature per se but i I'm, i ain't gonna lie i feel a little weak uh, my hey, Gary, voice did, has you, come did back you have
2: a, little a bit, but, did you have a temperature uh
1: during that first day or so i i obviously yeah. did not a bad one it was like 100 you know maybe a little bit over 100 degrees you know okay. so it was very slight it was just enough to give yeah. me some chills you know but so it was another uh, you know i've never been like you know hey you're on a desk store or anything like that i obviously have this is a mild case of it, but I I did not think it was COVID-19. I just went in and got tested because his was going to take, his results were going to take so long. I was like, well, heck, I'll just go ahead and I'll do one of these quicker ones. I found a place. I went over to like CVS and they said it would be like two, three days. I'm like, all right, I'll just go do it. And then sure enough, I get the results on Tuesday afternoon uh, that I'm positive. I'm like, oh, my God. And he got his two days later. But, of course, as soon as I knew I was positive, I knew it was like, well, heck, you are positive, uh-huh. dude. And right. uh, so so that that's where we are. <laughs> and so I've been kind of trying to get back on track all week. And uh, I ain't going to lie. It's been frustrating. You know, on top uh-huh. of everything else we got to deal with, you know, uh, I got uh, this. Now, uh, the, the good news is, obviously, at least so far, I got a pretty mild case of this in the big uh, scheme of things so you know i'm not really worried about me but i will tell you i am frustrated beyond belief because i'm like i've been following the rules i've been wearing masks i've been um, uh, i haven't been going to bars i haven't been going out to eat and doing all this kind of stuff and i um, still I don't I want you to why. keep talking why?
3: why well because if enough people talk about how they got it some way that wasn't a really dangerous way they're going to start closing down things that aren't even dangerous. Yes, well that,
1: that's my point. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I would feel better though if I had like broke all the rules and got a little something yeah. out of this, but I've been doing being a good little doobie and I still got whacked. Uh, uh, so,
2: the hell? The, the so fact so, is you can get it you can get it walking into a 7-11, walking down the street, walking anywhere
3: right staying staying at home and talking with someone for an hour on the radio
1: well and and, there's that maybe but yeah go ahead barry
4: what i would say that's the biggest problem is that you have these younger people that don't show any signs of infection and they come over and visit you you shake their hand you say hello to them or something like that Mm -hmm. and before you know it and you're not exactly a young whippersnapper anymore
1: well that's a lie but uh regardless the fact that i'm uh, the epitome of health
3: has anyone, um, anyone that you know of gotten sick because of you by accident? No. I know you didn't do it on purpose. I, I,
1: I, <laughs> no. It, well, you know, I, uh, obviously I, I have a wife and daughter. Daughter has come back negative. Uh, we're still good. waiting on my wife's results. But neither one of them, who I live with here at the moment, uh, have uh, been showing any symptoms. Um, so that's Yeah, but good they sign. said
4: you're living
2: in the garage now.
1: Yeah, well, I, I've been I've been there for the last two or three years. Nothing. Oh,
2: so you moved to... back in from the driveway?
1: Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's none of that going on. I mean, uh, I mean, I thought I was on lockdown before. Oh boy, yeah. Oh boy, lockdown now. So you know, they, I mean, I'm hoping uh, the wife comes back and and she's negative. Like said, so she's not showing any symptoms. So you know, fingers crossed, she'll be like my daughter because we just got her. Uh, results yesterday and and she's negative so she's clear and and I do yeah. think I'm at the end of this thing even though I you know I'll tell you I felt like yesterday you know half the first half of the day I'm like great I'm over this and then after lunch like Ooh, and just hit you so it kind of goes uh-huh. through and waves a little bit and you just feel drained and everything like that but I can tell my voice is back a little bit you're welcome or I apologize <laughs> in advance, uh, but I, I, I think I'll be able to muddle through. We got this far. Yeah, it's yeah. downhill from here, right?
4: Have you been doing your breathing exercises, last? No, I have suggested. no breathing.
1: Well, I've been breathing, and that's no, what I, no. All I've been with focused that on that
4: she told you about.
1: Yeah, I, I couldn't find it. Ah. Yeah. Barry said, "Hey, you got one of these, uh, you know, breathing machine things you can practice and keep your lung capacity up." I'm like, Yeah, I got one of those. I'm a liar. Don't you know that? All right, more coming up. Stay close.
0: (laughs) You're listening to the World of Boating
1: Radio Network
4: Scooter, everyone's counting on you. When the Titanic was sinking, the captain stayed on till the very end.
0: Yeah, well, I'm no captain, okay? I'm the other guy who dressed up like a lady and snuck into the lifeboat. I'm ashamed, but alive. Now let me go. I'm
2: your captain.
0: I'm your captain. Oh, I'm
1: feeling mighty sick. Yeah, that uh, really hits too close to home. Uh, Greg, your first mate, that's me here on the World of Boating. And yes, I have tested positive for COVID-19. I, with, I wish I was joking, because <laughs> I say it out loud. I'm like, this has to be a dream or a nightmare. But uh, it's a God's honest truth. I got whacked. Uh, World of Boating Headquarters is here in Orlando, and we did have a little uptick up uh, in the area uh, last week or so. And
3: You, sir, are the problem.
1: I am the problem. Why, Bill? Why are you going to blame me?
3: Uh I'm not sick. You're sick. I think I have the right person that I'm blaming. No. Barry, are you sick? <laughs> Hold on, Barry, are you sick?
1: Uh Barry? Of what?
4: Sorry about that. No, I'm not sick. I've been ba- healthy Barry's, all the time. Oh, he's sick, Barry lives all right. in
3: South Florida where it where it was worst in this state. Yeah, we are the epicenter. Right. Uh Mike, are you sick? No. Okay, no, I think no, I'm, I'm blaming I'm the right person here. I know Patrick can can see us <laughs> and can hear us, but can't talk. But I know Patrick's not sick. I think we can all agree this is Greg's fault.
1: Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for your encouraging words. Rub uh, it I in. Just, I yeah. just wanted
3: to throw it in there.
1: Yeah. Well, I, hey, can we
3: talk I, yeah. about something boating related? Yes,
1: please. Let's get uh, my mind off of of this. So uh, yeah. uh, it, it is. Uh,
3: it is June, mm-hmm. uh, and June. there was a story this past week, uh, which was on a number of different sources, uh, but it was about the. The thought uh, uh, from U.S. Rep. Stephanie Murphy, who's from Orlando, Mm -hmm. and she's a Democrat, and asking the agency to reconsider when they start hurricane season. (laughs) Now, for those of us who are familiar with boating, you realize that um, it could still happen before the start of the season. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like baseball doesn't start before the start of the season, really, but you still have spring training games, which can be okay. interesting. And I think named storms to start with A, B, or C are kind of like the spring training of the hurricane season.
1: Okay.
2: Well, is she doing this because she, she, for that reason, or does she think you can reschedule it?
3: No, 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 no. She, <laughs> what she's, her concern is that she thinks that. Um, it is pretty typical for the hurricane season to start with a named storm before Mm -hmm. June 1st. It's happened for the the last six years in a row. Yeah. Uh, So if, if, and it's a reasonable statement, I think, it's reasonable to say, if we talk about the hurricane season starting June 1st so people can be geared up and that the state has tax-free holiday weekends related to it mm-hmm. to try and get uh to try and make it so you can get the supplies that your family needs. Would it make sense to move that date to May 15th or May 1st so that we've got a little bit of time before things really kick in or not? Mm-hmm. And Noah is not really on board with changing it.
4: No. And I agree. Why do I agree? Because. You don't know South Floridians that well. They will wait until 24 hours before the storm hits when they flood Lowe's, Home Depot, the gas stations, the grocery stores, and panic by because it's more fun that way. So do we just
3: wait? (laughs) Do we just wait and have the season start once uh, your local area has a storm?
4: That would be hmm. a better idea. Just wait. No, it wouldn't. No, that would not would be stupid
3: <laughs> Barry. There is no, no. hurricane
4: Wait, there is no hurricane season until the first named storm and then that day begins hurricane season.
3: Yeah, well, but- because then it would be in May and it wouldn't be the same every year.
1: Well, no, but you know, it, just so we're clear, if they were to change it, that would automatically mean we'd never have a hurricane for at least another 10 years in the month of May.
4: And that would give up. insurance companies another <laughs> reason to charge us even more.
1: Well,
2: well here's the here's the thing guys though. I mean, it doesn't matter what Noah thinks. Okay, so Noah says they're they're not on board with changing the season. That has no bearing on whether the state changes the uh, the tax-free holiday for buying those supplies. They could say we're going to have that tax-free holiday in, uh, on May 1st instead of June 1st.
1: Yeah.
4: That is a voice of reason.
1: Hmm. Well, there we go.
2: That's the first time that's ever been said about me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's probably the medication I'm on. uh, I
3: I think a lot of the things that the National Hurricane Center does, which the part of NOAA, is good and is helpful. I think a number of the things which they do are just things which they do as kind of a thought exercise. Mm -hmm. Like when, when the National Hurricane Center comes out and says, we think there's going to be 18 storms and that six of them are going to be major and hit the United States. That is information which I would describe as somewhere just slightly above completely useless. True. I mean, and I say that because it's a guess. Mm-hmm. And a storm that hits coastal Texas is of no impact to me. Well, it's of no,
4: it, no impact. I mean, gas prices will go up.
1: Well, well and in defense of Noah, uh, because we covered this probably about 10 years ago on the world of boating. Uh, they had a conference here in Orlando that I went and uh, participated in.
3: Did you get everyone sick? Yes, son of a bitch. You should have stayed home. I That's know That's why they never ago. go back to Stop Orlando that- again.
1: And <laughs> so I, I actually you talked to the uh, I talked to the president <laughs> of NOAA or the CEO of NOAA that, uh, yeah. at that convention. And we, we had a little chat because he gave a presentation and basically got up in front of everybody and said, Hey, look, yeah, we, we predict these storms every year. We uh, come up with a number. But the fact of the matter is, these are just guesses, and there's so yeah. many variables uh, at play here. That's why they keep getting revised forecasts throughout the uh, throughout the season every year. We we honestly just don't know because there's just too many variables to predict what's going to happen with these storms. So uh-huh. I'm like, well, thanks for being honest. <laughs> so why even bother predicting anything in the first place? So did he have a reason for why they do it? I, I, is you it know, just he, for he awareness? Yeah, you know, it is. And uh, he said we, we do the best we can, but to be perfectly honest, there's just too many variables oh. uh, going around in the environment that affects you know how storms progress like one day you Mm. may look at a wind pattern and and say okay uh we got a el nino developing or we got Uh the uh godzilla uh, dust storm affecting things or whatever uh but it changes day to day week to week and so what Uh you say today uh very well could be totally out the window the next week so it it just there's so many variables he said that uh, it's kind of fruitless to predict.
2: The, the one the variable that we have right now is big that the, the, the sandstorm you're talking about yeah because at the beginning of the season uh, the the general weather patterns in the Caribbean and across the uh, the tropical Atlantic over to Africa indicated that we were going to have a very very busy hurricane season mm-hmm. but the the sandstorm mitigates that
1: That's right well, no hurricanes, but we're going to be extra dirty. Uh, So, uh, break out the soap or something, I guess. I don't know. More coming up on the World of Boating.
0: You're listening to the World of Boating Radio
1: Network. is the world of boating, Greg. Your first mate, Captain Patrick, is there? I think. Did we get his audio working there, Barry, uh, the boater? I thought we had it working. I heard someone. I thought. Uh, are you with Can us, Patrick? Yes, there he is, Captain Patrick. Welcome. How are you? Hey, what? I, what did I miss? Well, Nothing. He, he sounds please, like he's in a. Wait, please, please don't please don't tell me.
2: Please don't tell me. Greg spent the first thirty four minutes talking about
1: coronavirus no never we would never oh do no that. he, be he was talking time. about the boat he's gonna buy yeah exactly i was uh, boating that's what i was doing all right well we got patrick and that's please, good
2: please 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 tell me bill didn't go on and on about extending the hurricane season
1: no no i, no, did. No. I did i did <laughs> oh don't, don't he, he he didn't know why are you telling hey, him don't tell him the truth patrick
2: they actually said i was the voice of reason but uh
1: well, That's never happened before. Exactly. So you know we were lying. Yeah. All right. So anyway, <laughs> there's that yeah, so hurricane season. I guess uh I, the this person or this representative in Orlando who wants to extend it. I mean, how how uh, how has this been received? Uh bill, are they kind of say, "Hey, shut up, who cares? Move on?" Or uh, are people taking this lady seriously? Uh
3: so it's politics, so you know. Sometimes it's just I've I've said it. I've asked the agency to reconsider, but she did it last week. Mm-hmm. And NOAA does not do anything in a week, true. Except except for track an individual hurricane. Right. I mean, it's right. it's a it's it's a group of people. It's a mm-hmm. bureaucracy. Yeah. So yeah. there's going to be meetings. There's going to be discussions. They're going to talk about. They're going to talk about their shareholders. Well, they don't have shareholders, but um, okay. but but. One of the things which they say that they that brings them away from doing it is that the longer that you say that it is, the longer a time during hurricane season when you don't have a hurricane. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a part of what even hurricane forecasters know is what Barry mentioned, which is that um, nothing people put oh. it off until it really affects them,
1: right? Yeah, when everything's uh, out of stock and you have to wait miles, then it turns into a big block party kind of thing, you know? But, yeah, it does. Yeah. So, it's uh, fun. more things change, the more they stay the same. Looks Pull like up a chair me. and watch the battle.
0: You're listening to the World of Boating Radio
4: Network.
1: I wish I could, but I've been uh, put into quarantine because I have co- COVID nineteen.
3: So have how you noticed you-
1: your first mate here? Sorry, you're a world. Oh.
3: Yeah, Barry. I'm sorry for interrupting. Um, yeah, why don't you go?
1: I was just going to ask if,
4: if Greg has noticed any uh, helicopters flying over his house, and you know, oh, I thought it was going to be cars. something <laughs> worth a
3: while. I didn't realize it was going to be stupid. Never mind, sorry. <laughs> Thank you.
1: That was you realize, my mistake. Do you realize who you're talking to, Bill? Seriously, that
3: was that was completely my mistake. Okay. Uh, seriously, though, uh, what advice were you given for how long to stay quarantine?
1: Well, um, basically, the CDC rules are that uh, you're supposed to be free of any symptoms. You know, after you've dealt with this thing for, uh, I think it's like three days.
4: I thought it was and, six months. Yeah, what? Uh, Barry, <laughs> months. Barry, can you turn <laughs> off your microphone?
1: Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> that's just wishful thinking, Barry. No such uh, luck, my friend.
3: No, the question I had, great. So you haven't gotten any directive from like a doctor? You didn't oh yes, call I your have. Doctor and like, Absolutely. Okay, what, what did yeah. the doctor say?
1: Well, uh, well, I should say uh, the county. They know, you know, they're tracking everybody. I've talked to them, and and they've. Uh, Did they put actually, a chip in you. Well, they, they tell you hey, here. Look. Oh, and you're, you're laughing at
4: my helicopter joke, huh? Mine was short. Go on. <laughs>
1: right. So no, you're you're supposed to self quarantine. I mean, everything you see in the news is. I mean, I know what yeah. I have to do. I gotta isolate even more than I already have. Right, and uh, that's what I've been doing. Well,
3: no, I, I guess I guess the real question was: Do you have to check in with somebody when you feel better? Do you have to tell somebody that you're better? No, you're supposed to follow to
1: the uh, guidelines, uh, which, once again, I believe. If I, I don't think you I'm, should really find out. Well, no. It, it, like I just said, after you have uh, got through a period of not having any symptoms, then there needs to be a space of at least three days, and and you should be uh, good to yeah. go. They don't and
3: have your retesting.
1: Well, not not officially. I mean, obviously I'm going to get retested to make sure that I'm not uh gonna do anything else. But in in theory, if you go through three days of not having any symptoms after you have experienced it, you should be okay.
2: Uh-huh. And, and then, uh, then you'll have the antibodies.
1: Correct. But and yeah. you know, that that's the you know Uh, silver lining uh, through all this, that maybe, you know, I'll I'll have a mild case of this, and I'll be done with Mm -hmm. it, and then I'll have the antibodies. But of course, they say, well, we don't really know if the antibodies really is going to hold up either. So (laughs) it's like, well, thanks for that, loser. You know, but, uh, you know, the thing is, you you, you don't know a lot of it, and a lot of it is, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, common sense. I mean, I don't want to give this to anybody. Uh, sure. I don't want to. I don't want to give it to my family. But, obviously, that's but, what I'm. But when I think,
2: a, so, Greg, you're you're the third personal friend I've had. Uh, I, I've had. I would
1: put it more okay. in a category of acquaintance. Acquaintance, but yeah, go okay, okay. acquaintance. Huh? What, a,
2: what a <laughs> person I know? All right. So I kid. Um, and and all of the cases I've I've heard about have been about like yours. Yeah. Um, I had the flu uh, the year before last, uh-huh. and uh, it, I, I i don't get the flu very much. But when I did, I was down for a solid week, and I mean really down for yeah. a solid week. Right. It was bad. Um, so I think everybody has a different reaction to anything that happens to them. Some people get mild cases of the flu. Some people get very severe cases. Uh-huh. Thank goodness it sounds like yours was a very mild case or... Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly, and uh, you know I'm thankful for that so far. Now I will tell you I'm a little concerned, you know, that it hasn't really petered out all the way yet. It's taken a little longer for me to recover than Mm -hmm. the person who I obviously picked this up from. Uh, Mm -hmm. But that said, I I do think I'm at the tail end of this. (laughs) I'm just you know still it's frustrating. to to deal with it but i'll tell you i do know a few people that have gotten it people that uh i know but i don't i've never had any contact with them and one of them is down there by barry by the way and they have been hospitalized matter of fact they were supposed to get out of the hospital yesterday and and they were on oxygen and the whole thing Oh wow! so you know it's it's one of those things like Uh yeah you know knock on wood this could have been 10 times worse than it was so i'm thankful Uh for that but but that said, you know, it's also extremely frustrating. Yeah.
2: Why? Other than uh, being stuck in your well, house. Well, well yeah. being, being, being sick in general with anything is frustrating. Close. I mean, being, yeah. being injured or right. sick. Well, or on of top that. of anything everything that interrupts life. You, uh, know,
1: uh, you know, we're dealing with this, uh, this virus and everything being shut down around the world. I mean, business sucks. Uh the boating industry in general has actually been doing pretty good and we've we've actually covered that quite a bit here on the world of boating, which is encouraging mm-hmm. to see and you know, but now, you know, uh we're seeing cases increase and you know, I was just getting back to the point where I was ready to plan my next big dive adventure, you know, maybe in the middle of July, head down to the keys and and right now everything's obviously in jeopardy again. Uh, not no. just for everybody, but even for me personally. And I, I don't know what I'm going to do, which kind of just sucks because I was looking forward to getting back in the water, doing some diving, and doing some some stuff like that. So now I got to, you know, jump through a few more hoops, and it, it's extremely frustrating on a on a personal level uh, when we've been dealing for, with this for the last few months. So, you so know. Patrick,
3: you haven't you haven't heard much of the first forty minutes, but just to sum it up, mm-hmm. um, uh, things are not great in the country. Uh, the, um, you know, the, the number of COVID cases are increasing, whereas in a lot of the rest of the world, they're decreasing dramatically, but more important than that, Greg's sick. So that's the summation of the first 40 minutes of today's <laughs> yep. program.
4: We're, we're getting there, but you know, you mentioned <laughs> yeah. boats, uh, there was the local newspaper down here did a, uh, article about how boat sales are going through the roof and right. bicycle mm-hmm. sales. Mm-hmm. And there are, yeah, there are dealers down here that are short on boats, because they're not getting them from the manufacturers and the bicycle dealers are the same way. They can't get any more bikes in. They can't get parts to repair bikes. Uh, My local bike shop has been absolutely swamped with work.
2: Mm -hmm. I I went to go buy a bike and uh, the inventory was wiped out.
1: Yeah. Welcome to the world of cycling. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but, (laughs) but you know, the thing is, Uh, You know, we've heard Captain Rusty talk about that his business has been doing really well out of Jacksonville and Daytona. So, you know, uh, boaters are getting out there on their private boats, you know, as things uh, open up a little bit more. We've seen that in the aviation world as well. And the diving world, my uh, scuba radio friends have uh, started to, uh, you know, crack back open. But now, you know, we'll have to wait and see what happens with this latest. Yeah. You know, uptick that we're seeing through the the southern states. Yeah, the
2: marina here is packed. I mean, people are all over. I mean, it's a very active place, uh, even more than normal.
1: Yeah. All right, now, and Mike's right in the, you know, right in the hot spot right now for Orlando. You know, Mm -hmm. I am right on the edge of one of the hot spots in Orlando, and, you know, obviously I got whacked. Are they talking about any of this stuff? in your area or, or have you seen any you haven't seen any personal upticks or had any personal contact with anybody that uh you know got the got this bug huh
2: to me yeah yeah uh no i haven't had personal contact i've had some people that i thought as uh two acquaintances that um had pretty bad fevers in in the last week yeah um and uh, it turns out that it, it was not. They, they were tested tested negative. It right. was the flu. Yeah. So the flu's out there. Well, and that's and, what I thought uh, I
1: had. You know, I, and I'll and, tell you. You know, they they say the uh, positive rate is only about I don't know uh, five to ten percent, right? And, and I and and I win. I I was like, you know, why couldn't this be like a lottery ticket with these kind of odds? Uh, right. you know, and and I win the one thing I don't want to win. So, I right. know. it just kind of blows. But uh, yeah. it is what it is. What are you going to do?
3: So, Patrick, you're with us, right? You can talk now. Yes. I know you've been quiet. You can, um, but you can talk now. We only have a little bit of time left. Did you want to talk about the Fourth of July, or did you want to talk about boating being busier?
1: Hmm. Well. No, I'd, I'd like to hear more about Greg being sick. Wow. Because, um, you know, the world isn't depressing enough yeah. where, you know, I got I to gotta listen to Greg and Mike talk about their friends that are on oxygen and how sick they've been and in quarantine and all this other stuff. Instead yeah. of
2: talking about something fun and exciting like going boating. But please continue on with uh, you being at death's door.
3: Okay. Patrick, I've asked you to help save us from this. Can you be on oh, the help side of this? It, it was too late five minutes into the show.
4: I'll tell you what, next weekend's Mm going to be busy because 4th of July falls on a Saturday. So, you know, people will be doing their Friday night, Saturday, Sunday raft ups. Yeah,
2: Yeah. it's going to be very busy. And, uh, you know, the St. John's River has been, well, actually, it's been abnormally busy this boating season, um, all boating season. So I don't know if we're going to see a difference because there are parts of this river that, you know, it's fiberglass city boats everywhere
3: do you think people are being in any way more conscious of how they're interacting with other people out in the water
1: they better yeah they don't want to turn into me they don't want to be yeah me. after after the break i'll tell you okay there we go we'll do that right here on the world of boating wear a mask don't be me seriously you're listening to the world of boating radio network
0: have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Listen up. The ship is sinking.
2: Okay? We're going down right now. Just wrap your heads around the reality of that. In five minutes, this ship is going to be at the
3: bottom of the lake, and there aren't enough spaces on the lifeboat. Who are we going to save?
1: Who's going to fix this ship? we got this ship, Who's going to fix this ship? Who's going to fix this ship? This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, is here with us as well, virtually, by the way. Everybody, the entire crew is connected uh, via Zoom uh, today. That's uh, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, Bill the Engineer, uh, because uh, I tested positive for COVID-19. So I am, uh, you know, isolated here at uh, World of Boating Headquarters uh, by my lonesome. So feel sorry for me. Uh, Or better yet, just send me money. That's what I prefer. I don't want sympathy. I want cash. Cold, hard cash. So when I get a uh, clearance, I can go buy my own boat and go <laughs> sail around the world. Yeah. Hey,
2: I, I, have a, I have a real-time uh, a boating report from the St. John's River.
1: All right, let's hear it, Mike, or show yeah, us so on for, Facebook Live, too. I, I,
2: I, can. I, I can't show you because I I wasn't the one on the river, but my oh. friends just got back here to the marina from, uh, from down uh, towards... Uh, uh, the land, mm-hmm. and they were passing a place called. Uh, well, on the on the charts, it's called Fort Florida. We call it the Redneck Riviera. It's a beach area.
1: Nice. The
2: interesting thing is, you know, we were talking about a couple of weeks ago how uh, one of the things is we need to have social distancing with boats, and boats shouldn't be fifty feet closer than fifty feet from each other. Right. Well, they're do- well, they're doing that, and and normally there's a stretch of about I don't know five hundred yards of. Beach where boats are clustered and, you know, and but now they're spread out over about uh, probably a quarter of a mile or more. But the funny thing was, the people were all together. (laughs) So the boats are separated, but the people were together, the
1: people on the boats. The, the
2: or yeah, yeah. In other words, they they were up on the beach or in the water all close together. Their boats are fifty feet apart, but the people were close together. So yeah. they're practicing social clustering instead of social distancing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's uh you know, look, I I uh I am not the poster boy for wearing masks. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not uh I'm not blaming that particular element because I have followed the rules. I got it anyway. But There's a little common sense at play here. Uh, You know, when you're out in the public place at the grocery store, you know, any place where you're going to encounter a bunch of people that you don't know, I I don't know why you wouldn't want to wear a mask. I don't really get the whole mindset of people going, it's my right not to wear a mask. You know, I I understand that, you know, and when you're out by yourself and stuff and walking down the street, you know, hey, that's fine. But you go into the grocery store or some restaurant you know, before you're eating and you're waiting to be served or whatever, some of the places that are open up, I don't get this whole thing where people aren't wearing masks. And I, I do think that is a problem. But uh, but I also don't think it has to be the law either. It doesn't have to be mandated. You just have to use a little common sense. Hello? Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. This is the thing,
3: though. And I think this is where your, your mistake is coming in. And I think that Mike's report highlights that mistake. Uh, you feel that there shouldn't be laws, there shouldn't be written down rules that people have to follow because you can count on people being smart. People are idiotic. Well people I, are moronic. Right. People are imbeciles. Case in point, this show talking about on, me that way. Yeah. This show's, <laughs> this show's been on the air for almost 20 years. Right. How
1: stupid must people be? Okay. <laughs> well there's that. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, you know, I'm just saying, uh, people have to make you know informed decisions for themselves. But I don't understand how you're yeah. making an informed decision by not wearing a mask. That doesn't seem very informed, is my point. And well, the, I, I mean, you the know, thing
2: about the mask is it's not really there to protect you because right. that, that, because the the virus is so small. It's like it's on its own, and when it's in the air, it's like you know throwing a pebble through a chain link fence. The the thing is the 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 mask um, protects other people around you. Yes, and the virus doesn't really move on its own; it moves
3: on pieces of things which you've excreted from your body. Mm. Well, droplets, and the droplets droplets do get held. Like the moisture doesn't make
2: its way through, so the moisture holds it. That's exactly how the mask works. Right? It's uh, it's on the. That's why the masks that have the little exhaling valve Mm -hmm. are useless.
4: Yeah, they've already mentioned it. You don't yeah. see those in hospitals.
2: Right.
1: Well. Exactly. Exactly. I, I mean, it, it, you know, the thing is, though, people are, you know, they, for whatever reason, sometimes they're not taking it. Uh, they don't think it makes, makes a difference. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, you could be me. And usually that's a good thing. This is one of the few times in my life where I was like, yeah, you don't want to be me. You really sure. don't want to be me. So uh, wear a mask, keep your social distancing, you know, when appropriate. Like I said, you know, a little common sense goes a long way, I think, you know, uh, when you're going outside in an area where you're going to be around people you don't know, hmm. wear
2: a mask. What's the big hey, deal? Hey, Jeez. Hey, hey, Greg. Yeah. How, does, how, how did this sickness with, with, with COVID-19 compare to uh, some of the flus you've had?
1: Well, I, I very seldom get sick but last time i did uh it was a little nastier than this and i was okay. down for about a week yeah. and it was a pretty nasty uh, little flu thing uh, and it was similar you know i mean it, like i said this only lasted about a day and a half so uh and and i never got to the point you know i, I think i took aspirin for a day or two and that's it and you know it's been 10 plus days now And I haven't really had to take much to manage it. I'm just kind of trying to work through it. So, anyway, enough about me for once. (laughs) We'll Mm. wrap it up, and hopefully next week, I'll be uh, way better and uh, ready to do uh, a real show. This was just a warm-up, you know, uh, (laughs) dealing with COVID. So, on that disturbing note, we'll wrap it up. Remember, till next time, when, uh, whether it's sail or motor, life is better better as as a boater. Safe boating, everybody. Wear a mask. Keep your social distance.